Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, February 12th, 2024, and today is our 264th devotional. And today we're looking at Josiah. Um, he was a great king, but he meddled with somebody else's problems. So um, <clears throat> as we start to look at his life, uh, he is one of those interesting kings that uh, we've already mentioned him once. We've already spoken a little bit about him, and you might not have even caught it. His story starts back in 1 Kings chapter 13, and, and we find the first mention of him in, in verse 2. And you might say, well, wait a minute. Isn't that right after um, when Solomon was king, and now this Josiah is quite a bit later, and you would be absolutely correct there uh, it says in first kings chapter 13 verse 2 it says this and he cried against the altar in the word of the lord and said o altar altar thus saith the lord behold a child shall be born unto the house of david josiah by name and upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burned upon thee. He goes on uh, after this verse, he goes on and prophesies a little bit more, but this is the prophet that came out of Judah and was not supposed to eat or drink anything uh, in Bethel, and he got ready to go back, and he got deceived and brought back and died there and his, was buried there in Bethel. And now we're reading, now we're looking at Josiah, the young king that uh, came and fulfilled this prophecy. So who was Josiah? Well, he was um, the grandson of Manasseh, the great-grandson of Hezekiah. And uh, he starts reigning when he is eight years old, the Bible tells us. Um, we find his story in 2 Kings uh, chapter 22 and 23 in, in that area there. And, and we find out a lot about him. Uh, but he starts reigning early and about 10 years into his reign when he's 18, he starts to clean out the temple and he wants to repair the temple and he wants to make it look good again. Um, which when you don't take care of something, it's bound to fall apart. And, and so he's starting to try to clean out the temple. And we find this in 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 8, that they found the word of the Lord or the law of the Lord in the house of the Lord. Um, so this was an important thing because when they found that, then they bring it to him and they read it in front of him and he rends his clothes uh, and he sends to a prophetess. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name, uh, but he sends his counselors to her and they ask, will the, the prophecies that go along with the law of the Lord, since we've broken this law, uh, is God going to do this in our time? And, and uh, God sends word through the prophetess here that it's not going to happen in, in Josiah's lifetime. And so what does Josiah do? Well, um, they start by uh, 
they commit again to follow the Lord. Uh, we find that down in uh, chapter 23. They start again to clean out the temple. They take the, the altars of Baal and the images of Baal outside and stomp them to pieces and, and start cleaning up the temple. Then they start cleaning up Jerusalem and, and they start to tear down houses of um, the houses of the sodomites, the houses of the women who offered up uh, bread to the host of heaven, it says. And, and so they're cleaning things up. They tear up some of Solomon's things that he had had made that they had kept around since the time of Solomon. Um, it just, all these things that they start to clean up and, and to try to get Jerusalem uh, cleansed, not only Jerusalem, but they, they clean up the high places that are around there. They stop worshiping other gods on the high places. They start using the temple for what it was meant to be used. And then we find they go on up in up to Bethel and they destroy the altars up there and they start to burn men's bones and they ask about the, the sepulcher and somebody says, well, that's the sepulcher where the prophet that said exactly what you would do, uh, that's where his bones are and they leave those bones alone. And then they go back and they have a good ministry. Uh, they have a Passover they celebrate and things are going well, it appears. Things are going very, very well for a number of years. Um, and in the Chronicles, uh, we find more of his story and he has some success in battles and God blesses him there. But then he has a problem because he makes a fatal mistake and he starts to meddle in other people's business. The king of Egypt is going to battle and, and Josiah doesn't like that he's coming through his kingdom or around his kingdom, uh, getting close to his kingdom with an army and he goes out against him. And, and the king of Egypt says, leave me alone. God sent me on this message. Now, did God send him or not? We don't know. It's not for us to tell. It wasn't for Josiah to tell. But Josiah says, nope, you can't pass. I'm going to stop you. And that's where Josiah gets killed. And the king of Egypt, uh, he, <laughs> he, he hurts him really bad. Uh, the wall is torn down a bit. Um, Jerusalem is somewhat looted, and they just had a, a, a big problem there. But Josiah is buried in his sepulcher there in Jerusalem. So um, for the most part, he was a great king, but then he made this one fatal mistake. So what can we learn from Josiah? Well, first off, uh, we need to learn that it is good for us to seek the Lord early. It's good for us to seek him early early in our lives, and, and not just early in our lives, but early in the day. I would say it's good to seek the Lord early in the day. Um, and, and there's a, a debate that goes on about uh, when do we seek the Lord? Should we seek him? Do, do we read our Bibles in the morning, or do we read them at night, or do we read them sometime in the day? Um, for me, it's just always been best to do it early in the day, because 
if I wait until later in the day, something will come up. Uh, somebody will disturb me. Something will happen and I won't get to it. So I have to, in my own life, seek the Lord early in the day. Um, not everybody does. And, and that's okay. But, but I find that it is best for me to seek the Lord early. We find in Psalm uh, 63 verse 1, it says this, O Lord, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee, in a, uh, for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. So David here is describing, and I can imagine that David knew exactly what this was like to be dry and thirsty and out watching the sheep and needing to get them to the water or when he was out in battle and they didn't have any water and his soul thirsted for the Lord. And he says, early will I seek thee. Um, I think it, 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 it goes both ways. Early in your life, it's best to seek the Lord early in your life because there's so much you can do uh, seeking the Lord early instead of waiting until you're a little bit older and you go sow your wild oats. No, seek the Lord early in your life. Second, it is important that we are, um, at, that when we're in authority, we lead others to have a right relationship with God. I see that Josiah, uh, he did that. Even though he was a child, he was only 18 years old, a teenager still. And he directed people around him to seek the Lord, to clean things up, to make things right. And because he was in authority over him. And you might say, well, I'm not an authority over anyone. Uh, it's still, you can encourage people to follow the Lord. Um, even my children have encouraged me at times uh, to, and they don't even realize it sometimes, but they have, just because they have done it themselves, they've encouraged me. But as a father, I am encouraged in the word of God. It says in Proverbs 22, verse 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, we need to learn to train those around us, especially if we're in, in, in authority, to train them to follow the Lord and to seek the Lord. And, and realizing that, especially when you have children, each one is different and each one has a different bent or a different way that they will follow the Lord. Um, just a different personality. And, and we need to be aware of that and uh, try to help them in the way that they're supposed to go. Uh, because it might not be, probably is not. In fact, I can tell you for certain, it's not the same way that their older siblings should go or their younger siblings should go. Each child is different and each person is different. So we need to seek the Lord, though, and we need to help those around us as they seek the Lord. Just encourage them along the way there. The last thing that I would point out about him, it is important not to involve ourselves in other people's fights. Um, we need to just avoid those. Uh, I think Satan loves to get us to involve ourselves in problems that are not ours. Uh, Josiah did it and, and it, it, it hurt him and who knows how many other people were hurt because of what he did. But we read in, in Proverbs chapter 26, verse 17, it says this, He that passeth by and meddleth 
with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh the dog by the ears. Um, you don't just go up to any old dog and grab him by the ears. You're lot liable to get bit when you do that. Um, as a farm boy, uh, oftentimes I, when I play with a dog, I will start to pet it and then I'll playing with it, grab its ears and, and just play around with it and just to see what's going to happen. But you've got to be very careful when you do that. And you don't just go do that to any old dog that doesn't work well. So um, we need to avoid getting into fights that don't belong to us. And, and I see that this is something that Satan loves to get us involved in, is to get involved in problems that don't belong to us. And that distracts us from the work that God does have for us to do. So um, we need to learn what we can from Josiah first. Follow the Lord early when we can. Uh, just whether it's early in the day or early in our lives, follow him early. Uh, seek him early. Seek him when he can be found. Second, we need to train those around us to seek after him and to follow after him. And third, stay away from problems that don't belong to us. So I hope you can learn something from Josiah's life. Uh, I, I love reading his story until I get to the end of it. Uh, when I get to the end of it, it just saddens my heart every time. So uh, I hope that's a help to you, and I hope that encourages you today. Until the next time, auf Wiedersehen.